Hello, it's Collective Crew. I'm Kyla. And I'm Heidi. And we are here today to share a little bit about macros and mindset. Yes, this is a big topic for us, a big thing that has really impacted our lives. For sure. Um, Before we jump into that, though, I'd like to just do a little uh, catching up and ask you, Heidi, how's your summer going so far? (laughs) It's so good. I'm loving time at home with my kids and just enjoying doing nothing. (laughs) Are you getting lots of pool time in? Um, Too much, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really a thing, though? Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm just sitting so much. Like, should I be moving more and doing something? No. Maybe next time I'll get in and actually start swimming. (laughs) Yeah, you got to get that tan, right? (laughs) Yes. How about you? How's things going you're all settled in Vegas yeah yeah we've been here a little over a week now um I finally actually yesterday just unpacked my last box uh we've just been taking our time and enjoying putting things away um I signed a lease for a little room inside a salon and I will be doing lashes solo so it'll be a little bit different than what I've been doing in the past with owning my own salon so um, it'll be nice nice switch up just to just be me and my daughter Ava joined a competitive cheer team here and she's been loving that and all is all is well so far we're loving the heat it's been I think the other day (laughs) two days ago it was like 111 and I was like gosh (gasps) man I like it's been a while since I've been in that I gotta acclimate myself back do you want to move back for a minute (laughs) no absolutely not I was still so grateful we were walking to the pool actually and it was funny because my mom was with us and she was like okay next time I think we'll drive to the pool (laughs) oh man um back to the box though that is like a huge moment when you unpack that last box it's like heaven (laughs) it was it was like hallelujah and then you know what's so awesome about here in Vegas too is every other week they have what's called bulk trash day and they will pick up anything you put out on the street anything like big pieces of furniture and so it was hilarious we took a picture like we had all of our like boxes and garbage and everything like lined up and I swear it was like the whole length of our house you know but it was so nice because we didn't have to so nice yeah we didn't have to figure out how to haul those off because we don't have a truck right now my husband um is still back in Utah and so it was just the best thing ever (laughs) we were so relieved yeah that's so good I'm so glad everything is going well and settling in. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so let's talk, let's start off with uh, when did you start doing macros? So I actually started, I'm coming up on my three-year anniversary of my weight loss journey. Um, so I started macro counting in July of 2019. Wow. And did you, when you started macros, were you completely new to it? Had you researched it? I was completely new. I had heard the word before, but I just, I didn't really understand at all what it was. It seemed super overwhelming. And to those um, listeners that are out there that, you know, have never really gotten into it, what a macro is, is it's actually, a, it's short for macronutrient. And a macronutrient is your protein, your carbohydrate, and your fat. Those are the three um, macros that get counted And for each of those protein, each gram of protein is four calories. 
each carbohydrate is four calories and then each gram of fat is nine calories. And so that's kind of how you get your daily calorie count along with your macros. So, you know, you get given a macro count specifically for your goals, including your height, your current body weight, your age. And then of course, you know, if you want to go into a deficit to lose some weight, if you want to maintain your weight, if you want to gain weight, um, those things will all be based upon that. And there's tons of macro calculators out there online for free um, that you can plug in your numbers and it will generate those for you. Um, and so that's where I originally started at was just a generic macro calculator. Um, that gave me my macros to lose, you know, on average, a pound to a pound and a half a week is where I started. Wow. So you did, you started all on your own. I, you found it out all on your own. I, well, a little bit, you were there to help because I know you had been doing it for, um, uh, at that point, what was it for you? Like a couple of months? I started in November of 2017. Oh, okay. So maybe a little over a year, I guess. Yeah. A year and a half. Yeah. And you but were to, always like, there. make your own program. Like, I feel like so many people, they just, you know, somebody else does it for them. Like, just tell me what it is and I'll do it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, to be fair, I did start like a fitness challenge at that time. Um, and so, I mean, I was working out with that fitness challenge, but yeah, the, the macro counting, I just kind of had to figure that out on my own. And it sounds like really confusing and overwhelming when you first start, but honestly, it's the most simplistic thing ever. I know my mom, um, she macro counts and she has been for about two years now. And that first year, that's how she was. She was like, this just seems like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. And after she did it for like a month straight, she was like, I don't know why I thought this was so confusing because that's how so many things are in life it seems so overwhelming but it's really not well and and I think the biggest reason why I'm such a supporter for macro counting is because it's down to a science for each individual's body instead of you know like cutting out carbs or going low fat I mean your body needs all three of those macronutrients to function properly and I think a lot of people don't realize that when you cut carbs out I mean, that's taking away from brain development, brain health, you know, all of uh, there's recovery. And then the same with fat, it goes for your hormone health. If you don't get enough of that, your hormones are going to start fluctuating and you can actually put yourself in a bad situation to where potentially you could give yourself a thyroid issue, you know? Yeah. I love that about the macros. It's like, okay, I know that I'm, I'm getting everything that my body needs. It's all right here for me. Yes. I don't have to worry. Like you have to think about it, but in a way, like you don't have to think about, am I getting enough of this or enough of that? Like it's pretty balanced. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's kind of a safety thing right there for me. I'm like, okay, I feel good about this. I feel like I'm getting everything I need. Exactly. Because also what goes even a little bit deeper than the macronutrient is the micronutrients. And those are your, of course, you know, your vitamins, your B6, B12, all of that. And if you're eating a good amount in your macros, most likely you're going to hit your micronutrients just automatically. You're going to be getting enough greens in, enough calcium, all of that stuff, because it's macro counting alone is going to kind of force you to clean eat, you know, 
not saying yeah, that you can't I've fit. even noticed like, oh, like your sodium is lower. Your sugars are lower. Yes, because going back to reiterating at the beginning, when I said, you know, there's so many calories per gram, it's only going to allow you to have so many calories to fit those things in. And so therefore, you're not going to really be able to get these, you know, empty calorie based, like pre-made, pre-frozen, crappy lean cuisine, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's going to be harder to fit those types Oh my of gosh. In. When you said that there was a time, Kyla, when I was eating two of those a day. <laughs> oh yeah. I've, I've been there too, because you thought that's what was healthy or that was what was going to make you lose weight. Like, because well, of- and for me, like when I was working, I was like, okay, this is easy. It's inexpensive. Like, I'm just going to pack this for my lunch oh, yeah. and my dinner. Like, I'm just going to eat that. I did that for years. And if you look on there, there is absolutely, those are just empty calories. Like it's crazy. There's no nutritional value. I would eat sometimes two of them for lunch because I'm like, I'm not full. Yes. And how sad. And then an hour later, you're probably hungry again. Yeah. And that's the way it goes with most, most nutrition nowadays. If you're not being mindful of eating whole dense, you know, foods, you're going to be eating empty calories and the calories are still adding up, but you're not feeling satiated. So therefore you're over consuming calories. Yeah. And you're not feeling happy about any of it. (laughs) Exactly. So tell me what got you into macro counting? What, what started it for you? How'd you feel? I had been, I had started working out and was really kind of in a habit and a flow of like working out constantly. Like I had said before, after I had gone to that doctor, like you need to work out, you know, five days a week, 45 minutes, you know, to try and prevent migraines. So after doing that for a while, I was like, okay, I'm seeing results and I'm not doing any of the nutrition part. Let's go for that. And my sister and my sister-in-law and I, uh, decided to do a challenge together and we did a program where they gave us our macros and you know had a fitness plan and it was for 30 days uh, this was the end of 2017 so it was like from November to December and I'm thinking okay it's Thanksgiving <laughs> it's like holidays my birthday do I really want to do this right now and I was like yes why not let's let's go for it So we signed up, we got our stuff. And the first day I, my mind was just blown. I was like, almost in this free state. I don't know what to do. Like I, I can't eat anything. Like I used all of my calories so fast. (laughs) I was like, I'm screwed. And so it was a really rough, like first three to seven days and lots of crying, lots of frustration, you know, panic and my poor family, (laughs) like, okay. Uh, but we, so we did it for the whole month and I had decided like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it a hundred percent. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to do anything. Like, I really want to see what this can do. Like I'm paying for it. I'm putting in all the time. Like I've got to do it right. And I did. And it was, it was intense and it worked and it was good. There was, there was things that later on I realized like, okay, maybe that wasn't so good for me or you know, it was too much, like it's not maintainable, things like that. You mean it wasn't maintainable just because it was such a severe deficit? Yes, like it wasn't maintainable after the challenge. Like it it was a cut. It wasn't, I don't think it was designed to 
to go long term. But like when you do it and you see the results, you're like, okay, like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing this. Like I'm in a rhythm. I can keep doing it. But no, <laughs> like, you so don't. That, that was yeah. pretty intense for your first time to macro count to go straight into like such a strict deficit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Lots of pickles, lots of tuna and Greek yogurt. Oh my gosh. Which I think was like a great thing for you. And for some people's personalities, that is great. But I think for the vast majority, I would highly recommend not going into such a, an extreme when you're, yeah. you're starting out. I think we need to clarify that because it is such um, a challenging thing at first. I mean, it, like we said, it's really not in the long run. It, I mean, it's very easy. Yeah, to with anything new, you just have to learn mm-hmm. it. But giving yourself that grace and not going on such an extreme because I think that does cause you to yo-yo a little bit or think it is too hard and and for me I'll be honest it took me a good six months to get it down you know um as far as I I was I wasn't necessarily cheating but just trying to figure out like what fit because you're changing even though I'd always been drawn more to eating healthier foods or what I thought were healthier foods when you actually learn the nutrition side of it you have to be forgiving right because you didn't you you can't beat yourself up for what you didn't know you know right yeah and I mean it really was if anything it was just such a learning experience to really find foods that I enjoy eating that have a good balance of the protein, carbs, and fats, and that are going to make me feel satisfied. So yeah. it just taught me so much about that and just the portion control. Cause I, as I had mentioned before, like I was eating so much, it was still healthy, but I was like, whoa. And like cutting back, it's like, oh, I actually feel good eating half of what I would probably normally eat. And I'm great. <laughs> like I don't need to go overboard. Yeah. And I think another thing that we kind of talked about in a previous episode was the fact that it also teaches you how to read a nutrition label because Mm -hmm. there's so many things marketed out there right now to make you think something is healthy. Like, for instance, and this isn't a bad thing, but the G2G bars, the protein bars, those are delicious. But if you look at the fat content in those compared to most protein bars, it's almost triple the amount of yeah. fat. And I <laughs> ate so many of those. That was like my treat. I was like, okay. And now I'm like, I don't even want one because I ate so many. <laughs> yes. And I'm not saying it's not healthy for you because it is, but it just makes yeah. you aware of, ooh, do I really want to spend half of my fat grams for the day on this one little bar? Probably right. not. I would rather- Yeah. And it was like, you know what? Just eat half of the bar. You don't have to eat mm-hmm. the whole thing right now. Exactly. I've even heard of some people getting a protein bar and cutting it up into bite-sized pieces and they'll put it in a bowl on the counter in the kitchen. And then throughout the day, like they just snack on it as if it was like a bite-sized candy, you know? Oh, I like that. And so just making different swaps like that, I think is what has made both of us successful and the way that we kind of changed our mindset around that. And like you said, eating half the bar or, you know, if you do want to have a treat or a free meal or whatever, you don't have to go you know hardcore and have a whole pizza like let's have a slice or two and being mindful in that moment and how it's tasting and what it you know the enjoyment or more of that intuitive eating for sure yes 
And touching base on the intuitive eating, um, I know that's a big craze right now, and there's a lot of information out there on the internet about it, and there's books and everything. Um, and I just wanted to kind of say, for me personally, being into this journey, you know, this far in these few years, um, it would have taken me all the way up till now to intuitively eat because I mean at the basis of intuitive eating is listening to your body knowing those hunger cues first of all and then second of all paying attention to when you are full and satisfied and when you're first starting out some type of diet you're not really going to be aware of what your body needs to be intuitive you have to create that discipline around it and your awareness around like you talked about earlier portion sizes what actually is healthy what macronutrients are in each food for you to be able to intuitively do that yeah you definitely have to have the education behind it before you can go into it because it's a really fine line of like oh I know what's going to be the best for me and what works for me and what I'm feeling right now yeah like I I feel like I want to eat this but it's like okay I know that if I eat a half a gallon of ice cream. <laughs> That's not really intuitive. Like, yes, I want to, but at the same time, you still have to follow like portion size and things like that. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, just being aware of the comparisons with food and not comparing something to being bad versus good. I always yeah. kind of change my mentality around, you know, more calorie dense food you know, versus not. Um, And I think a lot of people don't get that either when they are not aware because they think that eating um, a big bowl of fruit is better than a slice of bread. And there's so much fear on bread, for instance. And if you learn to count macronutrients, you're going to understand that a small slice of bread has the same amount of carbohydrates as that bowl of fruit. Now, are they going to do the same thing in terms for help for your body? Not necessarily, but it depends on what you need that day, you know? And so that's why there's room for everything. Yes. There's a time and a place and that's where learning the macronutrients is so helpful because it does allow for that freedom to say, you know what? Like, I feel like having that slice of bread today, like, and it's not going to be a big deal because I can swap that for this, you know? Yeah. Eating a little bit of everything and not a lot of any one thing (laughs) exactly because I think we've both gone through that I know you've talked about like the milk in the past you know and things like that like you even though something is a healthier version doesn't mean that you can still overdo it and so this is just kind of a safety net to make sure that you're hitting all of those things and not overdoing it and then once you conquer that that's when you can kind of go into intuitive eating because macronutrients and counting macros I don't think we're designed to do forever. I mean, there's definitely no that do for myself, I've continued to do it just because my goals, like I spoke about earlier in the future are to do a bodybuilding competition. And therefore, for me, it makes sense, you know, but for the average person weighing your food day in and day out, that's, that's probably not going to be a long-term thing it's designed to do it for you know maybe a year two years just to get down those portion sizes and what something might look like and then moving into yeah and I think even as kids like we I know I wasn't necessarily taught like proper 
nutrition and macronutrients. I had no idea until, you know, later in my life, but the, the nutrition system has changed over the years and it's, it's confusing. And if you're not really diving deep and doing the research, you could be easily swayed by marketing and, you know, just other things that are out there like, oh yeah, this is healthy and eat this. You're not really looking at it for yourself and what's going to work best for you. Well, and just like you said right now, everything has changed so drastically. The food pyramid that we touched base on when we were in school for probably a day (laughs) is not (laughs) even anything similar to what it is now. They go based off of something called my plate and it shows portion sizes and the what you want to be eating is so much different than what they put in the food pyramid. I mean, the food pyramid to be like so hard driven on eggs, milk, red meat, you know, and now all of that's so limited, you know, and the, yeah. And people have so many different dietary needs, like whether it's like, I I want this or like, I actually need this, you know, like I'm gluten free or I'm plant-based or, whatever it is. But I remember even as a kid, like there were foods that I didn't even know existed, (laughs) like certain vegetables. I'm like, Oh, what's that? I didn't even know. So I think, um, you know, for me, when I started doing the macros, I was like, okay, this is what I need. I need protein or I need fats. Like what healthy foods can I eat? And it was just like eye opening, like, Oh, you know, I can have lentils and quinoa and there's so much protein in them and there's no meat. And there's other things that you can have that maybe you're just not, you know, seeing all the time in your lifestyle. Like, do a little research, dig a little deeper, find different foods, like venture out. I agree. And that keeps you from getting the burnout. You know, Um, a lot of people say they get tired of eating the same things. And this just totally opens up your options. And for those out there that are maybe not mothers yet or are young mothers or wanting to just help their kids that you know are not eating the best to teach them so that they don't have to go through this you know like we have at 30 40 years old um and so that their brain development right now is you know on steroids instead of taking a plunge because it's getting fed you know empty calories full of sugar additives all that kind of stuff you know? Yeah. And I think it's not to like scare or push or, you know, it's just basic facts of life and nutrition, your body. This is how it works. These are the foods. This is how you look at them because I didn't ever get that. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to figure all that out on my own. So I think it's really important to teach kids just those basic facts, not really pushing one way or another, or we need to eat this way or that way. Like they can figure that out for themselves. Oh, for sure. And I think that raising awareness, because it's even scarier in today's world with all of the, you know, we spoke about previously with the additives and whatnot. And so teaching your kids to look out for those things as well. Yeah. So so that they're understanding that whole foods, apples, oranges, vegetables, fruits, everything like that is a much healthier option than even a prepackaged pouch of something, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trying to choose the whole foods. Yeah. Um, so as far as the mindset, like we've talked a lot about macros and like how it worked for us. Um, the mindset for me, since I've done that, when I'm, when I'm preparing food or eating food, it's like, now that I have that education, it's in the back of my mind. So when I'm wanting to eat a meal or prepare a meal, 
okay, what am I eating here? And it's like, then you can kind of see and it just becomes second nature. Like, okay, I'm having, this is a lot of protein. This is, you know, healthy fats, like fiber. Like I want to be eating these things first, or I want to have more of this, or I'm lacking this. It just helps you to be aware of that. And man, what a difference you feel when you actually eat a balanced meal. <laughs> For sure. And especially I feel like the the biggest thing that I've talked to a lot of my clients about with their struggles is just staying on track with digestive issues. Like a lot of people um, don't have regular bowel movements daily and things like that. And like all of these things are going to regulate that so much as well as your water intake, of course, too. But right. um, people that learn to, to do this, they do become more regular and they do feel great and their body's thriving. They have more energy, their skin's clearing up. You know, like I talked about, the bowel issues improve. Every uh, Your gut health controls so much in your yeah. body. And yeah, everything. It does. And that's the mindset, too, that I have when I, you know, reach for something. I always think that, too. Like, this is something that's going to aid my body in feeling better instead of dragging it down and weighing it down. And not to say that I don't have those moments where I would like to enjoy a pizza or go out for ice cream. And I definitely do that. But I feel like even in the last year, I've been working with a, a coach, um, a personal trainer, and my mindset has even improved even more because I used to think that, oh, I need this treat, this free meal every week. I've worked so hard. I deserve this. And she's kind of helped me to understand and realize that I was still kind of looking at food as a reward when it's not. And I think that's one of the biggest things with the mindset is people tend to do reward themselves with food and maybe Mm -hmm. a different way or a different option as a reward. Like I, I, you can work so hard all week, working out, sticking to your diet. And then in one evening blow it all because you're having this free meal and it's kind of counterproductive. Yeah. Like if you're working towards something, Let's continue to work for it. If this is what I want, then I should be rewarding myself with things that are going to push me further to my goals and what I want. Exactly. Uh, So maybe getting yourself a new sports bra or a new pair of tennis shoes or getting your car detailed or whatever it is. Or taking a nap. Yes. Yeah. There's so many things that it's like, I've really been trying to focus on that too. Like, what rewards can I give myself that I actually want to give myself that are going to help me? Exactly. I mean, there's obviously, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's nice to have like some chocolate or whatever it is. Um, but the more that you're rewarding yourself with things that are not just sugar, it's like, wow, this is great. Like you start to crave those things more and you realize that truly is a reward is doing something that's going to help yourself get closer to what you want. For sure. And I will, I'm a true testament to it, that when you start to let go of that reward system with food, you're, you don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it, it takes a while to break, but you really don't. Like for me, um, we talked about like the halo top. I was having a halo top almost every night and I loved it so much, but I was like, waiting all day and depriving till the evening. And I've been thinking, I'm like, what could I replace it with? And I'm like, you know, I really love berries. I would rather spend $5 and go buy berries, even if they're overpriced and just sit and enjoy a bowl of berries 
rather than having ice cream or Halo Top. And I love ice cream. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I will definitely still be having ice cream. But it was like, I don't need to. That's not the only thing. It doesn't have to be the go-to every single time. And then your focus shifts and you have more time to concentrate on other things. I mean, there's always going to be people that, you know, fixate more on food than other people. And that just kind of comes naturally. Or maybe even your family get-togethers, they're all based around food and whatnot. Yeah. Once you start to retrain your own brain, really, it's just like with anything else. It's going to catch on and you're not going to fixate on it anymore i just yeah. came up on a th- end of this week actually a 13 week um calorie deficit and i didn't have one free meal though or treat you know the whole entire time and when i was getting ready to start this i was a little nervous you know i was like man not that i was like gorging myself every weekend on a free meal or anything but I would definitely plan like a little treat on Saturday night maybe a cookie or you know an ice cream yeah. or whatever. And, and I was nervous but I do have to say not one time did I feel deprived I even took my family out multiple times for ice cream and just it, it wasn't even a big deal because when you have those goals in mind of a bigger picture and that you know you're making a healthier choice it it just sticks and your whole mindset is shifted, you know? Yeah, it's so true. We went out uh, recently and Trent got something and I didn't. And it was like that moment of like, oh, I'll just get it. I'll just do it. And I'm like, uh, I don't really need to. And then I was thinking about after, like, how am I going to feel after, like physically feel, mentally feel, emotionally, all those things. And like later he was like, oh, he's like, man, you know, I don't feel very good. Like, I wish I didn't eat that. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there like, okay, that is validation. Like, yes, like I didn't need to eat that. I didn't really want to at that time. And I didn't just do it just because it's there. Yes. And I felt so much better. And I was like, you know what? I would rather have this later. Like, I'm going to do that instead. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm glad I didn't eat that because I know when I eat that certain thing, I really don't feel that good. Right. And the more experiences you have like that, the easier it becomes. Because I feel like we just live in a society of peer pressure where it's kind of like when people drink. They're like, well, don't you want to have a drink with me? The desserts are the same way. Like if I'm eating ice cream, you should eat it too. Or if I'm having a cookie, it doesn't taste as good if you're not having one too. And so we kind of get almost bullied into that. And, and that's exactly what you said, how I feel too, whenever I've gone out with my family and I'm like, oh, should I just do it? It's not that big of a deal. And then I feel so happy when I don't, because I do think about that same thing that you said, like, I wouldn't feel good right now. My physically, my, I would feel bloated. Secondly, I would feel the guilt, the remorse for having that because I wasn't part of my plan, you know? And I want to reiterate too, it's not that there's anything wrong with going out and having a dessert. There's just a time and a place. And I feel like if you are going to do it, make it a plan. And that's what you for sure know you're going to do. And that way you can be in that moment and enjoy it. I feel like when you kind of do things sporadically and you had planned not to, and then you do it, that's when you get the guilt and the remorse, you know? Yeah. Like you've definitely got to be true to yourself and you got to make it worth it. Like for me, it's like, there are lots of treats out there that are not worth it that I'm like, I didn't even enjoy that. Like, why did I bother eating that? So everyone find your thing that is worth it to you and stick to it and notice how you feel. (laughs) Notice how you feel when you're treating yourself with that certain thing versus something else. 
Yeah. And just practice mindfulness. Um, I know that word gets thrown around a lot, but truly being in tune with your mind and your body is going to help you be successful in your journey. And it takes daily reminders, whether you need to set that on your phone or write a little note to yourself on the outside of the fridge or whatever it may be, practicing that every day and being present in that moment when you are indulging in food is going to help you so much. Yeah. And for me, one of the biggest things that has helped me is not waiting so long to your to where you're at the point of like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. Like I just need to eat something. Mm-hmm. Like you just you just do so much better when you stay on top of it and you can make better decisions when you're not in this starving mode and this like hurry, just give me something. I don't care. Oh, for sure. That's the worst, right? That's like probably the (laughs) biggest advice, like nugget that we can give to people because I feel the same way. And granted, it's not always going to be that convenient for that to happen, but that's where pre-planning comes into place because then when you're pre-planning your meals out for the next day or the next week or however you want to set it up you have those kind of times set okay well on my break you know in between work at this time I'm going to have a snack or once I drop the kids off then I'm going to eat my lunch and you know how many times me and my mom will make a salad say at 10 o'clock in the morning if we have to run errands that day and we eat it in the car and it's awesome because we'll just sit in a parking lot of you know one of the stores we have to go in and we'll sit there and have our lunch and that way you're not you know making a a decision that is going to impede on your plan that you had you know right yeah and there's nothing worse than just like doing something without even wanting to like oh I don't care like just eat it whatever I'm here Yes. That to me, there's nothing worse than that. Like that feeling of like, I just ate that and I didn't even think about it. I just did it. <laughs> yeah. Like there wasn't, and I don't option. need to feel pressure. Yeah. Like, Oh, just because, you know, my husband does that a lot. He's like, don't buy certain things and have them out because I will eat them. I'm not so much that way. Like there's a lot of things that I'm just a hundred percent not interested. I'm like, you couldn't pay me to eat an Oreo like I have no interest in Oreos but that's what he loves and he's like if they're around like I will just mind mindlessly eat them and I don't want to do that so yeah just really being aware of your your hunger yeah and not not letting yourself get to the point of like oh no I'm doing so good or I'm saving all my calories till later you know for me it's like no eat them now do it now be satisfied now like don't don't put it off because then you're gonna have a moment where you're you know frustrated and you might just do something that you're really not wanting to do yeah you're just so ravenous that in the moment you don't even care because all that's speaking to you is those hunger cues and your body's just screaming feed me and it's so easy to get off track so I agree yeah yeah so are you're all done with macros now with your 13 week not done with macros but done with this 13 week uh, cut that you've been doing yes um I actually finish it up uh this coming Saturday so this is my Saturday yes so what is your plan for eating after that so my plan after this is my coach is increasing my macros to a maintenance phase um which means I'm just going to maintain the weight that I'm at for now um before this deficit before this 13 week deficit I was actually in a calorie surplus trying to add some muscle on and so along with gaining muscle you obviously gain fat as well and so that's the reason why I went into the 13 week fat loss 
phase. And now that I've lost that, we want to maintain the muscle that I'm at. So my deficit will now increase to maintenance by um, 13% for these first two weeks. Um, I still won't have a free meal or a treat for these next two weeks, just so that my body's adjusting to the extra calories without overloading it. And then after that, it will be um, a little bit more of an increase to maintenance. You just don't want to make a huge jump all at once. So that's where yeah. I'll, that's where I'll be at. That's awesome. I love that so much. Uh, for me, I'm just I'm really trying to focus more on uh, weight training and just getting enough protein. So I'm still aware of all of the macros, but I'm not you know, measuring and counting every little thing. So that's been helpful for me because most of our life, the majority, we're going to be living in that maintenance stage, right? Oh, 100%. And it's freedom. When you know what you're doing as you are right now, you can, like we talked about, intuitively eat, you know? Yeah. And you don't have to be worried about packing on the pounds or it's slowly coming on because you know what you're doing. You know what your body needs. You know the amount of protein that you need to consume and you know the amount of exercise that you need to get in daily. Yeah. Which is, that's the goal, right? We're all just trying to get to that maintenance. (laughs) And you know what it sounds like to me is that you have a lot of freedom. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) I do. And it's funny, the more freedom you get, you're like, oh, well, I can have even more freedom or you know, feel better if I eat this versus this. Mm. So that's always a, a fun spot to be at where you can, uh, for me, it's like the volume. I would, I would rather have the volume than, you know, the higher density majority of the time. Oh, completely agree. 100%. Yeah. Well, this has been so awesome. I've loved talking about um, both of our journeys with macros and just the mindset that goes along with that. I yeah. hope that it's been really helpful. Me too. And if any of you guys have any questions or want to dive any deeper and need any help, please feel fr- free to reach out to Heidi or I like via Instagram um, or if you're a personal friend, uh, one of our phone numbers, we're always willing to help out. Um, I think I spoke about earlier um, in one of the episodes that, Um, I am a certified nutrition coach. So if you need help, please reach out Um, right now. I'm not doing anything. So I would love to just be of assistance to you. I just genuinely, genuinely want to help people succeed with whatever their goal is. So if you do need help or you want to get in depth more about understanding, just let me know. And I'd be, I'd be so happy. And right now I'm free of time. So (laughs) please let me know. And I would love to help you out. Yeah, I love that. I'm so glad that you have even more education than I do. I don't have official education. I have my experience and what has worked for me and, you know, just general facts. But, you know, even helping like you helped your mom. Um, I did the same with my mom and just sharing my experience with her and a, a couple little tweaks of like, oh, I don't think you're actually eating enough and I don't think you're getting enough protein. Like it's totally changed the game for her and she's lost over 50 pounds in the last year that's amazing so So amazing yeah yes so we would love to help you like we both did our moms um we just want everybody to be successful and happy in life and that's what it's all about yes go read those labels be more aware of what you're eating what you're buying all of the things yes 
All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Until the next episode, we'll see you later. Yep. See ya.